Hello, welcome to Utterly Geek Social Hour for the final full week of October 2018. Mm-hmm. I'm Darren Bell. I'm joined with Chris Walzik, and we're here to talk about different stuff that we've experienced over the past <laughs> week. Well, two weeks, but, you know. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, a little, little yeah. while. A little while. It's been a little bit, and I got some shit, man. <laughs> hey, man. So what, what kind me, of kind of shit? Hey, hey, kid, what, kind of, what kind of shit do you got, kid? So I was traveling last week for work. Mm-hmm. Skyrim on Switch is real good. You got <laughs> Skyrim on Switch. I've had Skyrim. Oh, on okay. All I just right. really got back into Skyrim. Okay. Because of that trip, and yeah, Skyrim's still good. Like I have nothing more to add. I'm playing a mage. I've never really played a mage in that game. I always think like. It's weird. I, I always think like a uh, a battle mage is the way to go with Skyrim because if you do straight up just magic, I feel like it's nearly impossible. It isn't though. Let me tell you the secret. Okay. You go into conjuration. Okay. And you conjure your swords. That uh, way you get the conjuration bonus damage and the melee bonus damage. Mm. Your conjured swords end up being kind of stronger than anything else. Hmm. It kind of breaks the shit out of it. The only problem is I'm also doing enchanting, and I got the bound weapons do soul trap. So uh. all of my fucking, all of my soul gems are filled with lesser souls. Mm. So hmm. yeah, I should just carry a regular sword so I stop <laughs> plugging up all my goddamn soul gems. But yeah. yeah, Skyrim in the fall for some reason just lines up so well. It's a good fall game. I mean, it did come out 11 11. <laughs> yeah, 11 11 11. But yeah, that, there's not much else to be said. Skyrim's real good. Mm. But Soul Calibur 6 came out this last weekend, and holy shit. Soul Calibur 6 is pretty good. Mm. Um, now, what are, you, what are you playing that on? Uh, PC? PC. Okay. PC. And that. I've been seeing reports about them dealing with Windows weird where people are getting hit with anti-cheat and, like, copyright protection stuff Mm -hmm. in not great ways. I haven't run into that yet. Mm. Uh, I'm not playing it online. I haven't really played it online yet. But I've run through the arcade mode. I've gone through the actual core story. Now, I thought when it first came out that they were going to do this... They'd said that this was going to be a retelling of all of the Soul Calibur games. Mm. But the core story seems to only recover the events of the first Soul Calibur, which is the sequel to Soul Edge or Soul Blade, depending on which one you played. Okay. But it is legitimately the Dreamcast storyline, just a little bit more in depth. Okay. Uh, I haven't finished it completely yet. Like, there's the core, like, this is the core storyline. Play through this line, and you kind of play just as Killick, and it's a story of Killick, Maxie, and Sean Fa going through and finding Soul Calibur, defeating Soul Edge, all that shit. But then it breaks out to each of the individual characters and what they're doing at different times hmm. to kind of get a little bit more in-depth with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's interesting, and, and, and I like that. It's kind of easy pick-up-and-play. The storyline for Geralt getting there is dumb as hell, but it's it's perfectly in line with both Soul Calibur and The Witcher. 
Okay. He finds he finds a witch who's playing around with teleportation magic, and she just teleports him to get him the fuck away from her. And he ends up in a weird duplicate Kaer Morin that isn't really Kaer Morin <laughs> in the world of Soul Calibur. Okay. And right. I, I, have a, I have a difficult time trying to figure out, because it sounds like the original voice actor. Mm. But I'm not sure if it's just a really good duplicate. Mm. But I haven't really played with... I played with Geralt a little bit, mashed with him. Of course, my my primary is Ivy, and they really changed up how she works in yeah. this game. They've made her a lot more simple. Mm. It's it feels a lot more like they reeled it back to Soul Calibur One. She's mm. only got two stances. It's it's good. It's a really good game. Uh, there's another single player mode called Libra of Souls, which is more of like a choose your own adventure type. All the stories told with text boxes. And if you played the Soul Calibur 2 single player where you're kind of moving around this map and you'll run into, oh, the floor is real slippery here, so don't fall off, that's the kind of thing they do. They put you into weird situations like that. But you have to make a character to play through that. Okay. So you can't play as any of the main characters, but you collect weapons, which will change your fight style to be like any of the other characters. So I just made a base ass. You can select Android as a character type. So mm-hmm. I made a robot and named her Arduina because I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really stupid, but it, it there's a whole leveling system and uh, gear collection and weird shit like that. Like mm-hmm. you have to worry about eating food, which will change your stats going into the fight. Hmm. Yeah, it's it looks like there's a ton to this mode. Hmm. And I need to I need to give more time to it. But hey, if you liked Soul Calibur, if you like Soul Calibur 1 and 2 and kind of fell off of the other ones, this is the one to come back to. Yeah. Like this one is better than 3, 4 or 5 hardly. Yeah. They kind of changed up how throws work, and I don't like that. The big difference is they have a, what's it called, reversal edge. So if mm. someone's just hammering on you, just fucking going to goddamn town, you can hit guard and B, which used to be a throw, mm. and your character automatically takes a stance, parries the next couple of shots, and then tries to get a hit in. Mm. If you land that hit, it slows down into like this rock, paper, scissors mode, where Horizontal attacks beat kicks. Kicks beat vertical. Vertical beats horizontal. Right. And it slows down, and everyone makes their selection, and then you clash, and you clash, and eventually you break out. It's basically a way to break out of someone endlessly comboing you. Thank God. Yeah, but it, it just breaks up the flow, but I mm. think that's the point. Yeah. Is that it's supposed to be like, yo, fucking back off. Mm-hmm. And do this. <laughs> Please stop wailing on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also that would added... that would be something I would fucking use all the goddamn time. And when I used to play Mortal Kombat online, <laughs> oh yeah, because there's fucking... so many instances where just I couldn't get a single fucking hit in because people <laughs> would know the exact timing as to like when the animation of me getting up would start. And when that hitbox is available, and they would fucking yeah. just know when it. When your iframes run out, they can just start comboing again. Y- yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, no, this this is a good... It's a good way to fucking get someone to back off, but also if you're really good at it, you can counter their reversal edge before it hits you. Oh, okay. So there, there's, there's a lot of skill to it. it mm. It's... I'm really curious to see what this ends up looking like. Right. In in a competitive sense. Right. I also went all out and got the like season pass version because it's so cal- it's my baby. It's my fighting game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course I'm gonna do that. <laughs> uh, but those those DLC characters, there's already one out of the gate which has people mad, rightfully so. Uh, Tira. She's from the earlier games. She has her own story in the story mode. Hmm. Which makes me really curious where this game is going to go. Like, if I finish everyone's story, is that going to unlock, like, the next chapter? Or is a DLC character going to suddenly shoot to the front and become the tipping point for the next bit of story? Mm. I'm really curious to see where this goes. It's really good. It's, It's a really good game. And the PC port's solid. Nice. I've I've had it crash on me once, but I think that's more my system than it is <laughs> Soul Calibur itself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. It does a quick run-up of the Soul Edge story, and then it's like, okay, now you're in the story mode. I still don't know what the new guy Grows deal is. He kind of shows up. Yeah, I think there's time travel involved. I'm not sure, but that would make sense for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, outside of Soul Calibur, I managed to pick up when I was in Portland. I went to this giant bookstore, Powell's, and I found a signed copy of Crash Override, which is Zoe Quinn's book from her perspective on all of Gamergate. Ah. Uh, okay. I'm only, I'm about a quarter of the way through it. It's really... She's an immediately sympathetic character. Mm. she's an immediately sympathetic person she apparently grew up in upstate new york where Mm -hmm. people unironically fly away (laughs) confederate flags and don't realize they're in new york and yeah i thought you meant away but i mean sure well also, also also that also that to a point um but yeah it's she it's really fascinating seeing her take on it because her whole thesis is basically the internet destroyed my life, hmm. but the only thing that we can use to counter this kind of toxic use is the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to use it to fight itself. Right. And I, yeah, it's it's good so far. I want to mm-hmm. see what kind of detail she gets into. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really want to take a look at Depression Quest. I remember when that first came out and the whole hubbub around it. Oh, it's not even a game. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And me being the uninformed asshole, I just never gave it two shakes. Right. But being where I am now and how I interact with games, it's probably right up my fucking alley. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. It was a signed copy, too, which makes me really happy. Nice. Uh, other than that, I've... I'm. I'm dipping my toes back into Dark Souls for some reason. I started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think now, now I'm ready for it. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing with Dark Souls, right? Because uh, it was the same thing for me, and I'll say it every fucking time you bring up Dark Souls. Uh, hey, man, I didn't really get into it the first time. I didn't really get into it the second time. 
But the third time, everything just fucking clicked. And I was like, this game makes fucking sense. And it's so good. <laughs> what class did you go with? Oh, God. Uh, I think I went with like kind of like... Um, it was like a fighter, but not like... I like I could still use speed to my advantage, but it wasn't night. It was one of one where it was like I could be a little bit more agile, but I was still strong as well. Um, okay. I don't really remember. I'd, ha- I'd I would have to look that up, but yeah, I it because I didn't do straight up warrior, but I would probably recommend people who have played that game for the first time to play as warrior because that's, that's just, exactly what I'm doing. Because that's straight up beefcake. Like you're given shit tons of strength and stamina, and the only you thing you have plate armor and yeah, and you know you could take hits. Um, but no, I I don't know. I kind of for some reason when I played Dark Souls, it was just like I wanted to just fucking be agile uh and and get around and be able to parry and dodge uh all these things and like once i kind of got my endurance high up high enough to be like all right yeah this feels pretty comfortable then i would just focus on strength like Mm -hmm. straight up so that way it would just be fucking do more damage and then uh once i got into some new areas and get my shit wrecked i'd be like all right just put more points into health and like all shit like magic obviously fuck that noise uh that's i see i was kind of interested in that i want to see how the spell casting actually goes and from my understanding i can kind of pivot into any of those later on right yeah yeah so really all you're doing when you first pick your character it's what do you want your starting stats to be yeah what do you want your starting armor to look like Mm mm-hmm yeah so it's like okay i i kind of get you now a little bit more Mm -hmm. and i ended up grabbing like the three ultra heal items as my item to bring with me Mm mm-hmm so it's like, okay, I, I have some things. And when you do Warrior, you start with 10 Estus flasks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, give me easy mode. This is what I want. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's, that's really all I've been up to. Nice. Uh, let's see. I As far as, like, books, I actually finished... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. I did finish the the Strain series. I finished the oh, trilogy. Really? I don't know if I fin- I don't know if I mentioned that last time. Um, yeah, I finished the third Strain book, uh, which I was like, okay, cool. Now maybe I'll eventually watch the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I finished that. Uh, started and finished the God of War book, which is wonderful. Uh, really? I, 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 I recommend it after you, after playing the game, um, only because like the, I mean, the game is fucking excellent, uh, as, as far as just like performances and the storytelling and all that, this is just basically the audiobook just gives you more of an in-depth, uh, thought process, thought process of each character in certain story beats gotcha. so you kind of get more of like an idea of like what they're thinking during those situations uh and how ha- and like them questioning themselves or uh questioning what's going on or you know all these like kind of like inner monologue things that you don't get through the game um so that's that's kind of interesting 
but um yeah i i would say if you kind of want like more out of god of war i would say listen to the audiobook otherwise like just play the game i mean i i'm kind of curious as to how people would react without playing the game and just listening to the audiobook and and then you know because it's just (laughs) it's it's kind of weird like i don't know especially with like all the combat segments it's like there's so many times where it's like a lot of during the combat segments it's like man i remember this being really fucking tough but it's like oh he kratos cleaved him in one slice and i'm like cool (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i i don't think there's a huge audience for people who have not played the game right well what's what's really crazy is they got fucking the original god of war games on audiobook format so if you think if you think even more so of there being an audience for this god of war like with something like the with the classic god of war games where it's like even less narrative there's audiobooks out there for that oh yeah but there's always been game books left and right right I just think it's funny because that's immediately what popped up after I was done with that book. It was like, hey, check out these other God of War titles. I was like, no, <laughs> I already played those. And those are probably not narratively that great to tell. Uh, yeah. If you want a good, like a legitimately good video game book series that expands on the world in just the right ways. Halo. Yes. Okay. But also the Mass Effect books. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those are... There's one of them that's entirely about Anderson and Saren. Like, their whole mm. mission and what happened there. Okay. Like, that. that's that's really good. Not to say that the God of War books aren't good, because I can't judge them. R- right. But yeah, no, the the first Halo book's really good. The The Mass Effect books, I will, I will recommend left and right. Okay. They're good. If you're a fan of Mass Effect, if that, you're not a fan of Mass Effect, don't don't even bother. <laughs> that that might have to go on my list uh, soon. I have other books I want to get to as well. Oh yeah. Um, but after after being done with God of War, uh, I started Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. The audiobook of that, um, which is read by Stephen Fry. And it's fucking excellent with, especially with him reading it, because he's, you know, he's just an excellent person. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm already, where am I? So it's kind of weird how it's laid out in Audible, because it says five chapters, but (laughs) it's... Oh no, it's one of those. Yeah, it's like each chapter is like an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah, so it's like... It's by audible standards. I'm on chapter chapter four, but I'm really on like fucking. So I'm like basically more than halfway through the book at, at yeah. this point where I'm at. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's fucking wonderful. I love it. And I don't know why I held out for so long and know that there was a lot of that humor was inspired. A lot of other things that came mm-hmm. afterwards like that kind of humor is just right up my fucking alley and it was just like man this shit like existed way before some of the other things yeah so now you're on the full trilogy once you're through all five books <laughs> yeah well that's that's what it's called even though there's five books it's still the trilogy mm. because okay. of course it is yeah um 
yeah, so I did that. Uh, started watching, which of all things, because um, it just came out this past week, was uh, Daredevil. Uh, the that's on Netflix. Um, only only like four episodes in of the third season. Um, oh, okay, I was gonna say it just doesn't sound like a new show. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no. I've been watching the the third uh, third season. Yeah, like four episodes in. I'm I'm still on board with the show. I don't know. Like, there's not a lot of TV shows lately that I really watch, or like when they come out, I'm like, oh man, I really want to fucking watch that. Like, there's a lot of shows I also just kind of fall off of, like. Mm-hmm. like fucking doctor who <laughs> like yeah i like, haven't seen any of the new season yeah like i heard the first episode of the new season was pretty good um they're three episodes deep now okay well there you go just goes to show how much i'm keeping track of that uh yeah like and i was loving capaldi too like i was really enjoying all of his episodes and then i just like stopped watching oh so you haven't even watched his finale no oh nope I haven't. Uh, oh, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the furthest we got was, like, I think it was one of the Christmas specials that we got to. Because then it was, like, the Christmas special and then, like, one more season, I think. And then it was another special and that was it. I think. I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to really research it. Uh, but anyway, Daredevil. Um, no, I'm really enjoying it. Fucking, man, I love... I love uh, the guy who plays as Kingpin, which I know he also... God damn it, what did he play? The guy who plays as Kingpin. Yeah, he... Oh, Jesus. He played in, like, a very well-known... Oh, that's right. He played as the... Um... Oh, God. One of the army dudes in Full Metal Jacket. Uh, the one the one who kills himself in the beginning. It's that actor, and he plays as Kingpin. That guy that what played Kingpin? <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally the first thing that came up when I googled that guy that what played Kingpin. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's awesome. He's fucking, he's so good as as Kingpin in, uh, in that series. I love it. Because he's, he's so like... You know that he's evil and he does bad things, but, like, he's just... Just the way of his performance, it's almost one of those things where it's, like, it outweighs the... It outweighs of, like, his whole... Him being evil, in a sense. It's, like, you really sympathize with him just because Mm -hmm. of just his performance of this character. And... But you're like, oh, yeah, but he's a fucking bad guy because he still does bad shit every now and then. But, like... I don't know. Uh, I, I, that's really why I guess I I'm really enjoying that show is just because fucking Kingpin is so good in that series. Um, yeah, so that's that's mostly what I've been watching. Uh, nice. As far as like TV shows uh, for games, I uh, I mean fucking hey man, Black Ops Four came out. Nah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I got lots to say. Um, let's see. Where are we? 
Where where do you where do you think I should start, Darren? We got like four categories that we can basically start with, and I mean four that Let's we could cover. Let's start with the dumb one. <laughs> have you played zombies? Yes, I have. As a matter of fact. Um, okay. Follow up question. Okay. Why? <laughs> Curiosity. <laughs> Uh, Good answer. Yeah, it was straight up curiosity. Uh, I I was just like, hey, you know, I never really gave zombies a true shot, so let me let me try it. Um, By the way, this just no, go ahead. I I was gonna say this is this is on PC, so this is through Battle.net where I got the game. Um, Okay, so isn't zombies just basically the horde mode? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they have this like. They have uh, supposedly four different modes that goes with this horde mode. They're like pseudo modes, kind of, but they're also. I when I say modes, I mean they're just different maps and how they kind of like progress in each little storyline. Because like okay. you know, uh, it's it's kind of almost similar to like Left for Dead, where it's like as you progress through the level, there's like little story bits that get unlocked. Um, that okay. kind of like tell the meta of the zombies storyline. There's like a whole complicated thing that I never fucking got into. Right. So let me tell you what my brain just did. Okay. So Left for Dead, uh-huh. little little bits of story. It's like graffiti and the characters talk to each other and it's cool and it's kind of subdued in my mind. Call of Duty story bit, big fucking flashing. Story chapter three unlocked. Nope. Yeah, no. I know. I know that's not what it did, but that's what my brain did. Right. But it is but it is very much like in the same realm of, of Left 4 Dead where it is like you're just riding around and while you're killing all these things, like there's little bits of fucking dialogue that characters will say to each other uh, that's like is like more to the story of like what's going on. Um, I only played one, one level. Uh, the thing is with the zombies mode is... A, you have to really know what the fuck is going on, kind of. I, I kind of got a grasp of, like, how the mechanics work and how mm-hmm. the, how it all works. And it's it's fairly uh, easy to follow. Um, you basically just, not only do you kill zombies to get points, but you also, like, do, like, board up the, uh, board up the windows and whatnot to get points. And then you use said points to get, like, either new abilities that you can use or guns that you can okay. unlock and then like it's cheaper to refill the ammo um so you just basically have to remember where that gun was to like run back to and and fucking hit the panel to refill restock your ammo but they also have power-ups that zombies randomly drop where it's like it could be real refill your ammo or insta kill or get more points or quad damage like there's like shit like that that like random that randomly drops as pickups that you have to that you grab um but the the one main turnoff for me with with zombies is that if you have a good team and 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 it can get pretty fun like once you get pretty into the like late game um because it you know it's a horde mode so you you will eventually die like that's something that they say right out when you're doing the tutorial they're like you will fucking die eventually and it will happen um so but the thing is like if you actually do have a really good team in the one game that i played we were playing for like a solid 15 20 minutes like we were surviving for like a long time but like 
And while it felt like good that we got that far, I also just was just exhausted after it was over. Like after it was done and I was getting like all my points to like put into new uh into like new abilities for like the next game and all this other shit. I was just like so exhausted just like just from playing it and also just audibly like just fatigued because yeah. you're just holding down your shoot button because eventually it just gets to a point where it's just like zombies are just constantly coming and you're just mm-hmm. holding down your shoot button and all you're hearing is just your gun fucking firing at full blast while zombies are fucking howling in your ears like it's, it's like the final chapters of Left 4 Dead, whenever you're waiting for whatever to pick you up. Yep. It's, yeah. Basically that, but it's like nonstop until, every, until everybody dies. Which, okay, I can understand because, you know, it's ramping it up. But also at the same time, it's just like, dude, it's so fucking... I got so tired after I was done. I was like, why? Yeah. I don't know if I would want to do another 20 minutes of this, like... Like, maybe if it was with friends, like, maybe then it would be a little bit more fun, but... Yeah, I mean, I it sounds a lot just like Left for Dead, but instead of getting picked up and evacuated, you just die at the end. Mm-hmm. Which, they, that doesn't seem satisfying to me. Right. Yeah, I agree. Because, yeah, because at least with the final hold, it's always like this is everything that you've been fighting for to up to this point. This is like the big fucking stand your ground and shit really hits the fan moment. Mm -hmm. And if you all succeed, then it's like awesome. And that's, that's a great feeling with like left for dead. Cause then, cause then even if one person makes it out, it makes like when three people are down and only one person is left and they just fucking book it for the boat. Yeah. And they make it, it, it feels so good. Even if you've been murdered. Right. And it's still, like, even with Left 4 Dead, uh, it was still, like, even after you're done, I was always, like, let's fucking go to the next one. Let's do the next yeah. chapter or whatever. Whereas, yeah, like, with zom- whereas like with zombies, it was, like, oh, man. Like, it's, like, I got to start from the beginning again with, like, barely having anything, work my way up to getting the points so that I can get the next gun and then, you know, upgrade from there and all this other shit. So, I mean, I, hey, man. If you like zombies, cool. I'm happy for mm-hmm. you. But, like, I don't know. It, it's... I I see it as potential, but I think at this point, if you're coming late into the zombies mode, like, if you've, like, never touched zombies up until now, like, you're just gonna be like, why? What? Okay. I guess. <laughs> I could see them. And, and I know people have said this time and time again. Oh, they should just spin it out into its own game. But I don't think you just do that one year as the Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. I think what you do is you have the next Call of Duty, whatever it's going to be, come out. And much like they did the Modern Warfare remaster, you bundle that in in the ultra high tier collection as the zombies. Call of Duty zombies anthology, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's only all of the zombie modes ever released. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you use that as a platform to launch into here we've spun zombies out. Because mm. it's so much of what you've been describing sounds not like Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. And the weird thing is, like, the UI too is like so different. 
Like, it's so, like, just visually is just so different. Like, I got into it, and then I started up the, the mode, and it was like, as soon as my character loaded in, and I looked at the UI, I was like, seems so different. <laughs> like, yeah, what the like, fuck is this? Yeah, like, it is something really different. And I, I guess that's, like, really for people if they just want to, as weird as it is, take a break from Call of Duty even though they're playing a Call of Duty game, like, this is the mode yeah. to, to play that in, I guess. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I get that, you know, it's got its fan base and, and people love it. Uh, like I said, I I would probably jump in it maybe one or two more times with, with friends, but that's it, really. Yeah. And that's only if they would really want to keep playing that mode. Um, I have a feeling mostly just to experience it and see what it's like, and then afterwards they're like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> let's go play Blackout." Uh, yeah. Uh, which six segue? Uh, so Blackout. Thanks, I tried. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. So. So I really do enjoy Blackout. Um, uh oh. <laughs> the problem is the problem is with it right now, is which which Treyarch did address yesterday and they are going to work on it is their tick rate right now is for multiplayer it's 20 it's 20 hertz per second and blackout is 10 hertz per second oh no yeah and there have been some engagements where it was like okay that kind of seemed fair like whether if it was i got the kill or they got to kill me it was like okay yeah that that seemed about right but there was one instance where I definitely had the beat on one guy and I was shooting and it was just like the registering between him moving and where he was standing and where the bullet was going was just like, it just kept missing him. And it was like, I totally fucking had that dude, but he killed me in the end just because he had a full auto and just unloaded in the general area of where I was. And eventually all those bullets hit me and killed me. And I was like, all right, well, this needs to get fixed. <laughs> but but otherwise like the uh it's super fast pay. It's it's basically everything that I expected Fortnite to be without the building, basically. Uh so much more like a PUBG. Yeah. Um yeah, but the thing is is like with with Call of Duty, the shooting is way more arcadey. Like it is, it doesn't have any kind of recoil. Um, right, right. I get that. I, I'm okay. saying from more of a a loot loop yeah. type of idea and yes. bullet bullet physics, like that right. kind of deal, is much more a PUBG. And I think the Call of Duty Blackout mode would pull more from the PUBG crowd than it would the Fortnite crowd. Yeah, I mean that's also because you know, fucking, it's it's sixty dollars. <laughs> but well, yeah. but but I mean, I'll I'll get to that once I wrap up with with the whole package of that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, Fortnite players are gonna keep playing Fortnite because it's fucking free. So I mean, that obviously that's not gonna move. And you know, with PUBG, uh. Really, I would kind of only want to get back into it just because the tick rate is better <laughs> than Blackout mm-hmm. right now. Like, that's the only reason. Uh, 
It's still it's still pretty smooth, at least with like picking up stuff. At least from my experience, I know some people have said they've had issues with like even just picking up weapons and shit. Um, they have issues with it, but like you don't even have to look at it. You could just like run right by it and then just mash that fucking F button, and you'll just be picking it up. And you don't <laughs> have to reload as soon as you grab things. Uh, if you come across attachments, it'll automatically attached to your weapon if it has that slot available mm-hmm. or if it's for that gun it'll automatically attach to it so you don't have to like go into your inventory and like manually attach it and all that shit it's just like boom you got it cool let's keep going like it has a very good system of just being like just be on the move just go 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 like uh, like which unfortunately with their inventory system um it's a little it's a little bad on the PC side. If you want to mm. if you want to manage your inventory a certain way, like if you want your one get your primary gun that you know you're going to use the most on one and you want your other gun that you use as your secondary for two, you have to basically just like throw the gun down on the floor, throw both guns down on the floor, pick up the first one that you want on one, pick up the second gun that you want on two. Which is like get shot and die. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't just be like, all right, let me just fucking. It's not like PUBG where it just shows it all on one side of the screen. Mm. You're just like, okay, click, drag, boom, there, done. Like, so it sounds like more of an interface issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I mean, otherwise, like, man, it's it's real fucking good. I I hope that they do. They said in the next couple of weeks they're gonna fix up. They're gonna fix the the network issues across the board because I mean it, it's. It's both multiplayer and blackout that's being affected. So that's basically okay. two thirds of their game that is bad right now. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know so much if it's affecting zombies as well. Uh, that might just be more of a peer to peer thing. So maybe it's fine. Mm. It works right. fine in that system. But um, but yeah, for something like the multiplayer and blackout, like that is they need to fix that shit. And if they do, then yeah, then I'm gonna fucking love blackout like way more because uh, I've been enjoying my time. Even with doing solos, like I kind of want to play with other people. I've been queuing up randomly with random people, which actually hasn't been that bad, especially with some some of the random people that are on there. Uh, they're actually pretty well... They, like, talk. They communicate. Uh, we worked pretty well together a couple times. They never were, like, bullshitters or upset if some shit happened or whatever. So it was, it was like a good, it was actually surprising as far as like the community that's in there right now for Blackout. Wonder how long that will last. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, and then the multiplayer. I mean, it's, it's standard multiplayer, but some of the changes that they made, I kind of mentioned when, when I talked about it with the beta, um, some of the changes they made, like their whole health uh, they removed the health regen system. They they fucking axe that. It's now a manual button that you push to give yourself a little stim pack, like heal, heal boost. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, I I love it. Um, just just because it's like there's so many instances in previous Call of Duty games where it was like, oh, you know, I just got into an engagement with someone else and I won. But now I have to either wait to get one-shotted or I sit here and wait for the health regen to take forever to get back, to get me back to full health. 
Um, but with that fucking stim pack, it's just like, boom, cool. I can get right back into the action. Um, so it, it's, I don't know. It, it I kind of like it. Uh, I also like the abilities. There's only really two abilities you can do that's like class-based. Uh, but as you level up more, you can swap out the one class ability for mm-hmm. uh, other items, like whether if it's grenades, trophy system, um, all all kinds of other stuff as well. Uh, but you still have your alt, which is which is still there. Uh, and there's okay. there's some noticeably there's some characters that are noticeably better that people will always pick over others, and so they kind of need to balance out the people that aren't picked. Um, See that that was one thing that came to mind when I saw everyone covering this and saying, "Oh yeah, it's more of a like class-based thing." Is that traditionally that's not what they've done? Yeah, like it feels like they're trying to. They're looking at Overwatch as inspiration. It looks like, mm-hmm. and they've traditionally not been that. So I wonder how well they think they can balance that kind of gameplay. Right. Well, they All- started. They started doing this in Black Ops Three. They started doing oh, okay. the class-based thing, which is oh, so it's a Treyarch thing then. Which is kind of funny because it came out around the same time. Actually, it came out a little bit before Overwatch, uh, Black Ops Three. Uh, so, so of course, you know, there's always going to be the argument of like, oh well, who came up with it first? Like, kind of thing. Whatever. Fucking whatever, man. They both they try to do a class-based thing, and they're still doing the class-based thing because they still feel like that's still a thing that's in multiplayer which yeah it is um i don't know i i like it because sometimes i like playing as one class over the other sometimes i just feel like oh i'm gonna try this class and mix things up a bit and we'll try that one and maybe i'll get fucking surprised and do really well and be like oh shit i really like this one now so you know uh there's a fucking medic on in a call of duty game yep his his alt you basically boost Everyone on your team, you boost everyone's health up to 200. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. And and his other ability, which is like on the slower cooldown, is a uh, you basically just throw down an armor pack and everybody gets like what they call golden bullets. And it's like it just does a little bit more damage. Like just like it just, just sets it off uh, just a little bit more, just a little bit more kick that those bullets have. If you that's, throw it down. That's really interesting that they would go in that route for that type. Yeah. They also have they also have a recon uh character that like he's got a sensor dart that you sh- you shoot it on any surface and it'll show up on the minimap a little a little radar, a little sonar, and you every time it pulses out you'll see enemies. And his mm-hmm. alt his alt is he pulls down his recon goggles and you basically it's like Widowmaker where you just see everybody through walls, except it's through a pulse. Like it's it's not just like constant. It's just like every yeah, time it like, pulses like out. Like a Widowmaker and Hanzo mix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So like they have shit like that, and it's like, man, that's fucking cool. Like I I really like that and I, I mix it up. Um Yeah, I think that's that's super interesting, and that's what mixes up the multiplayer, and that's what keeps me coming back to multiplayer really if I'm not feeling like blackout, like I, I just keep coming back, trying out different classes, trying out different guns, trying out different combinations with those guns. Like, so it's really, it's really interesting how they were able to do better with what was in three. Cause like three was like, it was okay, 
Like I was like, okay, I could see what they're what they were going for here, but it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't amazing. Uh, but it was like, okay, I, I saw what they were trying to do, like implement this whole class based system. But I feel like this one was like they fucking polished it, like they really refined of what these could do, and then added the whole healing system that everybody could do. And yeah, I think it's fucking great. It's so weird. Like this is this is the one like Call of Duty game that I'm. I probably will play as much as I did with like Black Ops Two, because I know I played that a lot on on PlayStation. Like I played that a lot. <laughs> so it sounds like more of a return to form. Yeah, yeah. But with a noticeable absence, do you feel like not having the campaign is really hindering this, or? So like, so that that was also the other thing I want to talk about. So they added. I think what it was is they had a campaign ready because they have this thing called the the Specialist HQ. It is a little button that is off to the side when you start up the game because it's the three main modes that they have. It's, you know, it's multiplayer, zombies, and and blackout. And they have this little button off to the side that's called Specialist HQ. You click on that, and it's got, like, these, like, pre-rendered cutscenes of like story within the blackout Mm -hmm. universe that's like continuing the story of three okay uh uh, or from three and it's like it's this story of like how all these mercenaries basically came together in the multiplayer like for the multiplayer it's almost like a similar to overwatch where it's like oh how they all come together to all kill each other in the battlefield kind of deal um but but the way that well a the story shit (laughs) but i think but i think that's because they had it ready and before they were going to refine it or or fine-tune the story and everything they saw all the battle royale modes coming out and they were like all right let's fucking scrap story because that's half-assed anyway let's fucking focus on doing battle royale and maybe we'll do something with what was already made with these pre-rendered cutscenes and and story and all that shit. So they threw it into this uh this HQ thing, which is basically just a a, a super glorified tutorial system. You basically okay, yeah. you basically go through uh playing as each specialist and each time that you play as a specialist, it'll give you a little detailed information as to like what they do and they give you a little tutorial on performing each of the abilities so you can see how they work um and then after that's done then it throws you into a little skirmish against ai bots and then so then you could like you're actually playing the game for real but you Mm -hmm. you also play different modes like you cycle through kill confirmed uh team deathmatch control domination search and destroy you cycle through like all those with each different character so that way you can kind of see like what advantages they have on those modes versus other modes so you're like, oh, okay, this one seems better in this mode than the other one. Um, so, so yeah. But as you as you beat each skirmish, it like unlocks another cutscene that is in like the present time, and it like tells more of the story of like what's going on. So like, I don't know. It's it's really weird. It really sucks how how they did it to like to unlock all of these cutscenes for the story mode when it's like they could have just had like maybe they could have just had like a fucking just a list or something or or i don't know um 
But it, it definitely seems like something where it was like, they had it, they had it semi-ready, but then Battle Royale happens, and they were like, let's just push this into some weird fucking mode. Some Cause weird... Because this shit actually sucks. Yeah, yeah, like, let's just have it there because why not? Let's so just it... use it as a tutorial. Yeah, exactly. So it's... it's I felt that was kind of weird. So, like, when people are like, oh, there's no single player, I'm like, there kind of is, but it sucks. <laughs> like, it, it's not a real story. It's not a real for single player story mode, but it's like they kind of had something that they wanted to do. So, I don't, I don't know. Um, that seems like that would be a reasonable way that that would have unfolded. Yeah. Like someone higher up is just unhappy with what they're doing with the single player. Right. And someone else really wanted to make a Battle Royale, so instead, let's yeah. do a swap. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, that Specialist HQ thing aside, um, you know, I, I would say people always ask, like, oh, you know, for a $60 game, is it worth it? Um, I, I think if you like at least two out of the three modes, I think it's worth it honestly um because you know i mean obviously if you evenly divide it it's like 20 dollars each game but like given but you can't think of it that way because right, yeah, right. You're, you're forced right. to spend the 60 right exactly so but yeah i i mean there's some people there's some reviewers that i follow who they were like i think just blackout alone is worth 60 dollars and i'm like Jesus, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I think more of if you like any any of the two out of the three combination of modes that are there in Call of Duty, like, I, th- I think it's worth it, honestly. Because yeah. um, there, there is a lot there, and they really, besides Blackout mode, they really polished uh, at least Zombies and definitely the multiplayer. Like, they really refined and changed it up enough to be like, yeah, this makes me want to keep coming back and keep playing. Mm-hmm. And I and I just hope with the the tick rate issues uh, and then maybe some balancing they'll they'll be able to get blackout to be like fucking awesome. I I just hope that it won't be a thing where I mean it's Activision so they probably will. So I just hope it's not like oh well there's battle royale this but let's see if there'll be battle royale next year for the next Call of Duty game that isn't Treyarch working on it and then that one will be more refined and like it's like no man just just. Make it refined now. Come on, at least while it's like still kind of new. But from my understanding, I, I also like to have hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But from my understanding, that the release date for this Call of Duty title was actually supposed to come out this week, but because Red Dead was coming out after they announced their, they got the fuck out of the way. Yeah, yeah. They they heard the release date for red dead and they were like oh no so i think i think in like one or two weeks that's that's where call of duty should have been i think uh which is probably like two one or two weeks from now but otherwise i would say right now as it currently stands like it's a pretty solid game they just need to fix they just need to fix the fucking net code man and then once they do that i think it'll be like i think it'll probably be one of my more recent favorite call of duty games that'll be interesting to see if there's a big patch that comes out right like toward the end of this week like right (laughs) when it should have originally launched and 
Yeah. I wonder, I wonder the, all that stuff I've always been curious about. Yeah. You know, the, the background of it, like, oh, if all of a sudden we push our release up, does that mean that that changes the patch schedule? Is it going to release in a rougher way because we were going to have this day one patch? It's not going to be day one now. Yeah. Like the, there's a lot of weird shit that happens with games now mm-hmm. behind the scenes that I don't think we're ever going to really know as consumers. Yeah. But. Yeah, I I've been following I've been following the um the subreddit very closely and the the Treyarch devs do post on there and they did post a really big uh they did make a really big post on the subreddit that was concerning network the network issues and what's upcoming in the next patch which they did mention some balancing things both in multiplayer and zombies. So, mm-hmm. and, and a little bit with Blackout as well. So, so they are kind of like doing some tweaking here and there. And it, it does seem like they're still doing that, which is really great. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see in the next like two or three weeks as yeah. it comes out. But, but yeah, I mean, I would say overall, like I'm, I'm fucking loving it. Uh, I love getting back into it. Um, I know Steve said he'll, he'll join me in this journey uh, if and when he feels like it's, <laughs> it's validated. Uh, right now, I, I have a couple of other friends that are kind of like, eh, maybe. But I, I told them, I said, well, you know, the, the tick rate isn't great right now, but just wait. Just wait. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let you know whether if it's fixed or not, and then that'll save you the $60. Or, you know, if there's, like, some <laughs> some sale that goes on. But we yeah, have Activision. See, that's the thing with me is that the only way that they'll get me to buy a new Call of Duty is once it drops in price. Right. Like, yeah. I should actually go through and play through the advanced warfare storyline hmm. i should actually go back and play through the modern warfare 2 storyline <laughs> yeah before i step into anything that would be considered a modern call of duty right well futuristic but yeah well yeah i mean hey we played a shit ton of advanced warfare but i never touch a storyline <laughs> <laughs> which is actually pretty good uh, That's what I heard. It would yeah. be odd going back to it now with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was the one with F, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Press F to pay respects. I should do that. Yes. I should. It's... I should go back and play that. I still think Advanced Warfare still looks better. Plus, there's wall running and jetpacks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you've got decreased mobility because that that could be that could have been the thing to set blackout apart is increased mobility. Mm. Yeah, that would have been and a lot of fun. That would prioritize people moving to certain locations over others, and it would it would be interesting. Yeah, not that it isn't interesting now, but it would have been different. You know, yeah, that, yeah. that would have been its feature. Like, no, we got fucking hook shots and wall running and right spider-man yes but, oh cool i'm glad to hear that you're having fun with that yeah yeah it's really good is there uh, that's, anything else you touched that <laughs> no. no that's yeah. that's about it even with the last couple of weeks it was just like spider-man just 100 percenting my hard the on the hard difficulty and then i was like Cool, I'm gonna let someone borrow this because <laughs> I I'm fucking I need done. Space. <laughs> there there's literally nothing else I can do with this. 
Oh, you mean you're not going to do a new game plus and immediately do everything again? Well, well, by the time I lent uh, my friend to to borrow it, it was just before new game plus came out. It was like literally I let him borrow it and then the announcement for new game but plus came out. But would you actually do that? Would you actually right after you've already 100% of the game turn around and immediately started a new save to do everything you've just done all over again? I mean, I'd probably do it just for, like, the first hour or two, and then that just would be it. Just to see, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those people who will turn around and 100% a game, then 100%. I'm not someone who will 100% a game. Right, yeah. Now, so, yeah, it's weird. Not, not to disparage anyone who does, but. Oh, God, on the Spider-Man subreddit, there's some mad lad who fucking did it six times on all difficulties twice why i i don't know man fucking people really like it i mean i love it but not to the point of wanting to play it six times you know what? and cool. 100 percent it that's cool you do you do you <laughs> yeah exactly i'm not i'm not gonna shit in your cornflakes yeah but yeah that's about it for cool me. I think I think that'll do it for us. Sweet. Uh, super-sized social hour to make up for a minuscule news hour. Mm. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week, Monday night. Yes, indeed. With f- hopefully full cast this time. Uh, we need to talk about that. Anyway, oh, we'll God see damn. you. <laughs> God damn it. Next time. Uh... Bye. Toodaloo. Oh, yeah.